Welcome to evening prayer. Please join me in the first verse of hymn 168. From all thy saints in warfare, for all thy saints at rest, to thee, O blessed Jesus, all praises be addressed. Thou, Lord, didst win the battle that they might conquerors be. Their crowns of living glory all lit with rays from thee. The order for evening prayer daily throughout the year is found beginning on page 17 of the Book of Common Prayer. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart of God thou wilt not despise. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, Yet ought we most chiefly so to do, when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary, as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice, under the throne of the heavenly grace sang after me. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth, and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfailingly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do with this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The voice of the Psalter appointed for the evening prayer the 30th day begins with Psalm 147, out on page 558 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say the Psalms in unison. Oh, praise the Lord, for it is a good thing to sing praises unto our God. Yea, a joyful and pleasant thing it is to be thankful. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem, and gather together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth those that are broken in heart, and giveth medicine to heal their sickness. He telleth the number of the stars, and calleth them all by their names. Great is our Lord, and great is his power. Yea, and his wisdom is infinite. The Lord setteth up the meek, and bringeth the ungodly down to the ground. O sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises upon the harp unto our God, who covereth the heaven with clouds, and prepareth rain for the earth and maketh the grass to grow upon the mountains and herb for the use of men, who giveth fodder unto the cattle, and feedeth the young ravens that call upon him. He hath no pleasure in the strength of an horse, neither delighteth he in any man's legs. But the Lord's delight is in them that fear him, and put their trust in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem, Praise thy God, O Sion, for he hath made fast the bars of thy gates, and hath blessed thy children within thee. He maketh peace in thy borders, and filleth thee with the flour of wheat. He sendeth forth his commandment upon earth, and his word runneth very swiftly. He giveth snow like wool, and scattereth the hoarfrost like ashes. He casteth forth his ice like morsels, who is able to abide his frost. He sendeth out his word and melteth them. He bloweth with his wind and the waters flow. He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statutes and ordinances unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation, neither have the heathen knowledge of his laws. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh, praise the Lord of heaven. Praise him in the height. Praise him, all ye angels of his. Praise him, all his host. Praise him, sun and moon. 
Praise him, all ye stars and light. Praise him, all ye heavens, and ye waters that are above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For he spake the world, and they were made. He commanded, and they were created. He hath made them fast forever and ever. He hath given them a law which shall not be broken. Praise the Lord upon earth, ye dragons and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and vapors, wind and storm fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars, beasts and all cattle, worms and feathered fowls, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the world, young men and maidens, old men and children, praise the name of the Lord. For his name only is excellent, and his praise above heaven and earth. He shall exalt the horn of his people, all his saints shall praise him, even the children of Israel, even the people that serveth him. Glory be the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O sing unto the Lord a new song. Let the congregation of saints praise him. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. And let the children of Sion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with tabret and harp. For the Lord hath pleasure in his people, and helpeth the meek hearted. Let the saints be joyful with glory. Let them rejoice in their beds. Let the praises of God be in their mouth, and a two-edged sword in their hands, to be avenged of the heathen, and to rebuke the peoples, to bind their kings in chains, and their nobles with lengths of iron, that they may be avenged of them as it is written. Such honor have all his saints. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh, praise God in his holiness. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him in his noble acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him in the sound of the trumpet. Praise him upon the lute and harp. Praise him in the cymbals and dances. Praise him upon the strings and pipe. Praise him upon the well-tuned cymbals. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 21st chapter of the book of Proverbs. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, as the rivers of water. He turneth it whithersoever he will. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. To do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. And high look and a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked is sin. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but every, every one that is hasty only to want. The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a vanity tossed to and fro of them that seek death. 
the robbery of the wicked shall destroy them, because they refuse to do judgment. The way of man is forward and strange, but as for the pure, his work is right. It is better to dwell in a corner of the housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. The soul of the wicked desireth evil. His neighbor findeth no favor in his eyes. When the scorner is punished, the simple is made wise, and when the wise is instructed, he receiveth knowledge. The righteous man wisely considereth the house of the wicked, but God overthroweth the wicked for their wickedness. Whoso stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself, but shall not be heard. A gift in secret pacifieth anger, and a reward in the bosom strong wrath. It is joy to the just to do judgment, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. The wicked shall be as a ransom for the righteous, and the transgressor for the upright. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman. There is treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man spendeth it up. He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness, and honor. A wise man scaleth the city of the mighty and casteth down the strength of the confidence thereof. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Proud and haughty scorner is his name, who dealeth in proud wrath. The desire of the slothful killeth him, for his hands refuse to labor. He coveteth greedily all the day long, but the righteous giveth and spareth not. The sacrifice of the wicked is abomination. How much more when he bringeth it with a wicked mind? A false witness shall perish, but the man that heareth speaketh constantly. A wicked man hardeneth his face, but as for the upright he directeth it his way. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. It ran at the first lesson. The Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For the old romance folk, all generations shall call me blessed. For me that is mighty hath magnified me, and only is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him. Throughout all generations, he hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their 
dearly long grieve with good things, that the riches and empty always, he remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, man. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the Epistle of Paul the Apostle to the Hebrews. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. And this will we do, if God permit. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened, and have tasted of the heavenly gift, and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, and have tasted the good word of God, and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh, and put him to an open shame. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh up upon it, and bringeth forth herbs meat for them, by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. But, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you, and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed toward his name, and that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swear by himself, saying, Surely blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife, wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things, in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation, who hath fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil, whither the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus, 
made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. They're ended the second lesson. Anuctimidus. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Hindu thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O oh. 
pondering them all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works do proceed. Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that though their hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. The order of a Holy Communion is found beginning on page 242, the Book of Common Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Almighty God, into whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. God spake these words and said, I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt have none other gods but me. Thou shalt not make to thyself any greater image, nor the likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or in the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down to them, nor worship them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, and visit the sins of the fathers upon the children, unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and show mercy unto thousands of them that love me, and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Remember that thou keep holy the Sabbath day. Six days shalt thou labor and do all that thou hast to do, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do no manner of work, thou and thy son and thy daughter, thy manservant and thy maidservant, thy cattle, and the stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day, and hallowed it. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt do no murder. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not steal. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his servant, nor his maid, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is his. Lord, have mercy upon us, and write all these thy laws in our hearts, we beseech thee. 
Let us pray. O Lord, our governor, whose glory is in all the world, we commend this nation to thy merciful care, that being guided by thy providence, we may dwell secure in thy peace. Grant to the President of the United States and to all in authority, both wisdom and strength, to know and to do thy will. Fill them with the love of truth and righteousness, and make them ever mindful of their calling to serve this people in thy fear. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. The Gallic for St. Andrew's Day, found on page 205 of the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, who didst give such grace unto thy holy apostle St. Andrew, that he readily obeyed the calling of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and followed him without delay. Grant unto us all that we, being called by thy holy word, may forthwith give up ourselves obediently to fulfill thy holy commandments. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. God, for the first Sunday in Advent. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life of mortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. The epistle is written in the 10th chapter of Romans, beginning at the 9th verse. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, verily. Their sound went into all the earth, and their words under the ends of the world. But I say, did not Israel know? First, Moses said, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people, and by a foolish nation I will anger you. But Isaiah is very bold, and saith, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. But to Israel he said, All day long I have stretched forth my hands, unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. I read the epistle. 
The Holy Gospel is written in the fourth chapter of St. Matthew, beginning at the 18th verse. Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their necks and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, in a ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. Please join in the Nicene Creed on page 246. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures, and descended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father, and he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe one Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I looked for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The words of my mouth, meditation of my heart, be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Today is St. Andrew's Day, and our Gospel reading gives us one part of the account of the calling of Andrew, Brother Simon, and of course the brothers James and John Zebedee. Uh, in John's Gospel, it goes a little bit differently, probably because there are multiple callings uh, of, 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 of the apostles. Uh, but in John's Gospel, we have Andrew leading Simon to see Jesus. Um, there's a sense here where Andrew has this beautiful moment in John's eyewitness account of the Incarnation, this moment where he doesn't have it all put together by any stretch of the imagination, but he knows he needs to bring his brother, he knows he needs to lead him to this Jesus whom he has found. It's a good lesson for all of us to remember that we don't have to have a perfect understanding of everything to do with the Christian religion, the universe, the meaning of life, all those things. We don't have to have a perfect
understanding in order to follow. We can follow despite the fact we don't know everything. And quite frankly, we will never know everything. I'm always amazed by people who say, well, if I, I'll put it do my research and then I'll know whether or not I can follow Christ. This is entirely the wrong attitude. It's sort of the same kind of attitude they have about picking a restaurant. I'll read the Yelp reviews or something and then decide that's the restaurant I want to go to. When in fact that is the exact wrong way of thinking about our situation. We are fallen creatures standing naked before God with nothing to offer him but our enlistment into the war for truth, beauty, and goodness. We have nothing else. That is our station. That is we can follow. We can drop everything and follow. But speaking of being naked before God, there's a beautiful sense of that very idea in Paul's epistle to the Romans, our reading of the epistle tonight. He talks about again, as our opening verse of the sermon said, that there's no shame when we follow Christ. We need not be ashamed. We believe in Jesus. And if we believe in Jesus, the lack of shame, right, that lack of shame extends into how we then live. Paul specifically says that if we believe in Christ, we confess him. Right? Out loud, we confess him. We have a confession of Christ with our mouth and in our heart. A full body confession to the King of Kings. We find that our confession of faith is the defining characteristic of our personality. That all men should be able to look upon us and go, that is a Christ follower. I don't know anything else about that person, but I know that person loves and follows Jesus Christ. That's a given of that person's personality. Now, if we assume for a very long time in America that would make someone like us, right? That was quite the way it used to be. Oh, well, Look, he follows Jesus. That's someone I'm going to like. But that may now mean that someone very much dislikes us. Um, it may make them even hate us for following Christ. It's often it's been that way, but it's a little bit different and strange in the American context. But that's very much where we are. That's okay. Nowhere in here does Paul say, well, the way to get people to like you and to influence them so that they uh, do what you want is to love Jesus. No, he just says confess Confess with your mouth and heart. But this confession does unite them. Right? Paul specifically says tonight that this confession is both for the Jew and the Greek, which is a way of saying everyone. Right? Both the chosen people of Judah and the nations being brought together by Christ, by the faith that unites them together, communion together. We find that this isn't just a, a Fair mental ascent by any stretch of the imagination. So it's, um, it's a struggle. Right? It's a struggle to get up every day and live for Christ. Not as we imagine him to be, which is so very easy. Not as we've been told who he is by the world which seeks to uh, commodify him or control us through a false Christ, through Antichrist, but to follow him as he's proclaimed in the writings of his apostles, his chosen ambassadors of glory. As an incredible gift given to us so we can know the true Christ without having to guess who he is. Passed down generation after generation. Another sacrifice.
given this apostolic witness uh, conspicuously this evening, we remember the witness of St. Andrew, crucified, crossed the shape of an axe to him. That conspicuous witness is a calling to all of us. Right? That we can live and work and love and die in the church Christ and his apostles have established. It's a church they established to make us living heralds, going into the world as the blessed feet of the gospel. That's a gift given to us. It's a gift we should be abundantly thankful for. The church, its people, its ministers, is the continuation of that mission, the living continuation, year after year, generation after generation. We find that we can be like Andrew and follow Christ, confess Christ, even unto death. We can do that and never be ashamed. So then, let us pray for such strength to live and follow, to die and to rise again in victory forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Continue on page 250. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ Church militant here on earth. Almighty and ever-living God, who by thy holy apostle has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, we humbly beseech thee most mercifully to receive these our prayers, which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. We beseech thee also so to direct and dispose the hearts of all Christian rulers, that they may truly and impartially administer justice to the punishment of wickedness and vice and to the maintenance of thy true religion and virtue. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and pastors, especially Peter, our bishop ordinary, that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. And to all thy people give thy heavenly grace and especially to this congregation here present that with me God and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all those whom in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity, especially those for whom our prayers are desired. And we also bless thy holy name, for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear beseeching thee to give us grace so to follow their good examples, that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant this, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. 
Assist us mercifully, O Lord, in these our supplications and prayers, and dispose the way of thy servants towards the attainment of everlasting salvation, that among all the changes and chances of this mortal life they may ever be defended by thy most gracious and ready help, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of God which passeth all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, be amongst you and remain with you always. Please join me in verses 4 and 3 in hymn 168. Praise, Lord, for thine apostle, the first to welcome thee, the first to lead his brother, the very Christ to see, with hearts for thee made ready, watch we throughout thee. And is to lead our brethren to thine own land. 